In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. It's going to be a weird one. I was going to ask if you remembered, and then you brought it up, that uh, I have to leave at 8 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. More on that as to why later. But uh, so we'll, we, At least this was a planned early departure was, instead of, we have an emergency, no, I'm out of here. No emergency. And uh, yeah, I'd be glad to say why a little bit later. So I don't know how we're going to get it all in in two hours, Laura. I mean, it's going to be rough. It is going to be rough, I tell you. you know, if you ever listen to our podcast, you know, there's a lot of content there that, uh, by the way, you can consume on your own time by telling Alexa or Siri to play the Q102 Morning Show podcast. And anytime you, that you hear the podcast, usually there will always be, you know, something that you can weigh in on, a question that we have no idea what the answer is. Right. Even if, you know, you're listening to a podcast from a few months ago and you know the answer and can help us out, oh, yeah. by all means, you can always send us a message, even if it's after the fact. Because right? I, I stress about not having the answer even months later. Uh, I mean, so I, those are the things that keep us awake at right. night. I had a... A weird recurring dream last night, too, that I know I woke up yelling. I thought for sure my my wife would be... She apparently was sleeping pretty hard. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I'm going to have to analyze it. Oh, this, yeah. We have not had a dream no. analysis in a long time. We need to do it. It's something that recurs, and I wonder if it has anything to do with what's going on in my life Uh Something stressful or, or unknown. It's yeah. disturbing, and it oh. it almost always has me yelling out, "No, oh. no!" And you know, it's hard to yell in your dream. But I woke right. myself up last night yelling. Oh no! <laughs> I, don't like I mean, like I'm intrigued, but I also feel yeah. bad. That's terrible. That's I a know. terrible night's sleep. It is. Uh, I'll see if you know. It's hard to describe. Uh, dreams, especially something as mysterious as this one, but I'll okay. I'll try. Let's see. I don't know. We might have to carry this over into tomorrow. Uh, so much stuff already. Don't miss a moment of it. It's Q102. During the news there, JP mentioned that uh, Pete Davidson is uh, coming to Mystic Lake. I think he said December 10. And uh, as predicted, a local television station in Minneapolis posted that on their page. Mm-hmm. And here we go. You were right. Who? Uh, really? You know people are going to say that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Aaron says, to do what? Be a janitor? Because he's not funny at all. Well, then don't go. I, I, <laughs> Listen, I would... Pre- he would not be on my must-see comedian list either. But also, if I saw that post, I would just go, oh, okay. And then I would move along with my day. Yeah. Right? There's, Would you comment on it? There's so many that who, who, you know what? Like him or hate him. Don't pretend you don't know who Pete Davidson is. I mean, you, you, there's one here that says, why? Well, again, And, and there not. may be people asking that question, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, why him out of any other comedian that would be higher on my list to see? But he is booked. Mm-hmm. And you have every right not to buy a ticket, so and, don't. And then there's this, and you've seen this on other posts. Who cares? 
Well, well, I, enough people to book a person and sell tickets. I'll tell you that well, not <laughs> they're not going to have somebody that's not going to sell some tickets for the show. Keith replies, "I don't care." Well, then move along. I, why do you feel like you have to tell him? That's a thing. There's a psychological thing there that I have not been able to put my finger on completely. But I it's think a I thing. know it. I think I know. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. there is a level of, and these people will not admit it. Maybe they don't even know it. Uh-huh. But there's a certain level. I don't know that it's jealousy or inadequacy Mm -hmm. that they feel Mm -hmm. that they're not probably even aware of that this person has rose to the level of stardom risen to the level that they have not been able to do and maybe they say but i have more talent than them why aren't i why am i not able to do that (laughs) again that's that's good move on with your life that's good as i've said all along uh see i go kind of the it's the same theme, but a different way. When I say you need to show everybody you're superior to them by Maybe. not liking that level of uh, of talent. Now, coming so up, you here, went superiority. I went inadequacy. Well, see? <laughs> so I guess the glass half full, glass half oh, empty. Yeah. But yeah, there's something there. That's right? me. Glass half full all the time. Right here. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best station for shower sing-alongs. It's so funny. <laughs> the Q102 Morning Show. So we both apparently had uh, vivid dreams last Very. night. I'm yeah. still uh, collecting how to describe mine and look into it. But you mentioned that you had one. Yeah, and very specific. Uh-huh. Having a garage sale. And I'm not planning one either, so let's just set the tone. In real life, that's not okay. on my brain. Yeah. So I'm having this garage sale, and a guy that I went to high school with, who was very, very nice, but I have had zero conversations with him probably in, oh gosh, I don't even know how many years. He wasn't brought up in conversation with another classmate friend of mine, so I don't know how he appeared in the street, but Sean Knight was his name, and he it's, came to the hey, garage sale. He was in the Backstreet Boys, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. That might be a different oh, night that? or a McKnight or Carry something on. like that. But so he comes to the garage sale and he very specifically in the dream has two Hawaiian shirts that he wants to purchase. However, I don't know who was helping me at this garage sale, but we could not find the price tag Mm. on these Hawaiian shirts. And they weren't mine. You know how you have a multifamily garage sale. So I couldn't just throw out a price. So this was a big ordeal to find the price tag on these Hawaiian shirts. And then that and then I woke up. I don't know if Sean Knight ever got to buy the Hawaiian shirts. How will I? I know. Okay. Uh, What does that even mean? (laughs) Well, you know, I am a shade tree dream analyst here. I know. Whether or not I can analyze my own in a little bit, we'll get to that. But uh, uh, a garage sale suggests that you are recycling past experiences and Mm -hmm. finding use for your old skills and ideas, ideals. So, I don't know, you you need to know, does that that, fit? mm. What are my old skills that I... I don't have a lot of skills, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm drawing a blank on that one. Uh, And then going back to the the high school friend, anything going back to high school suggests that you may be doubting your accomplishments and the goals, Mm. (laughs) like by becoming a radio personality. (laughs) You uh, you might be doubting your decision on that. I I, mean, I don't uh, think so, but I guess in my dreams say otherwise, right? It could suggest that you need to start preparing for the real world. (laughs) And then, uh, but this is nice. The Hawaiian shirt part represents your laid-back, relaxed attitude, points to your warmth 
and approachability and your welcoming demeanor. But see, or that could mean the opposite because we were getting rid of the Hawaiian shirt. Sean was buying them, so he's warm and welcoming, and then we're like, get him out of here. That's uh, there's okay. (laughs) See, you got to know as you get older, your nice filter sort of fades. Trust me on this one. That's true. So okay, uh, good analysis. Yeah, I'll put I'll put some money in that tip jar. Thank Thank you, you, dream analysis man. Now, how to explain mine? And I think I found. Uh, an analysis on that, and it—I okay. would call it a nightmare, and a recurring one that I, I, you have yes. had very specifically oh, yeah. at other stressful times. Yes. Oh man. Okay. But uh, we got Todd standing by uh, first. We'll uh, we'll get to that. Stick close. You got any uh, recent memorable dreams you'd like me to analyze for you, Todd? Uh, oh gosh, you... I uh, not that I can think of right off the top of my head. I haven't had anything recently. No. Surely you've had that uh, that radio dream where you yes. show up and you're late, and then you don't know what button to push, and yeah. you don't for, know what to say. For me, it's I forgot my equipment. I go to a road game, oh, and, yeah. and I get out of the vehicle to grab my equipment and then it dawns on me I don't have any uh-huh. equipment no. I've had that one a number of times I would think that uh, most uh, careers have that kind of I'm not sure prepared sort of dream right, yeah right. that's uh, pretty common I had a, a, another bad one I've had it often in the past but it's been a while and so I, I'm gonna try to tell you what it's about and I think I've found an analysis that makes sense. It's, uh, it's Is it good or bad that it's all becoming um, clear? Well, I mean, good or bad. It's, uh, uh, but I think it's right on. Yeah, it's in the night when your eyes are uh, fluttering, that REM sleep when the dreams are happening, which clearly was at about 3.45 a.m. for me. And by the way, we did get a text from Craig that says, LOL, is everybody dreaming today? I swear I haven't dreamed in years, but I woke up at 3 dreaming I couldn't get out of the Twin Cities, just driving in circles. Uh, I can tell you, lots of times, the major theme of things is, is pretty common. Uh, driving is, tends to be the sort of the course of your life. So, Craig, mm-hmm. you feel like you're just running in circles here? You're not getting anywhere? That, that'd Craig, be if, my, uh, if you are, uh, don't feel bad. You know. You're not alone. There's a lot of people going, yeah, I didn't dream it, but I feel like I'm on that road right there with you, Craig. He, he said he tried to ask somebody for help and they robbed him. Well, that's, oh, you no. know, you may have an opinion about the state of the Twin Cities right now <laughs> with a lot of the crime, I think. Uh, that yeah, some be. stuff <laughs> I think is very, like... Literal. Literal, yes. and some stuff is just kind of, like, figuratively yes. because of some... So you have to kind of sift through that in-dream world analysis. Usually, it's more of sort of representing often not literal. So here's what I have. I'm walking through a hallway or a house, sometimes a, a former house that I lived in. Okay. And as I go by a door, it's like I almost know it's coming. And I I put on this strong face because this invisible force entity is going to grab me and pull me into that room. I never see it. But, and it happened again last night. First of all, I was seeing stuff scattered about a hallway and people were confused. And and just like that, I was grabbed by an invisible entity and pulled into a room and that's when I'm like in my mind I'm determined I'm not gonna let this thing 
get me, and I yell, no, and that ends up being audible. And this is a recurring dream that you've had, like the yeah. same scenario, hallway, it, yeah. being sucked in. So, and oh. I, I try to reason, like, all right, what's going on in my life when I have this, because it's pretty disturbing, and it's, it's starting to make sense. Here's what is said about this. An invisible force is our waking life and actual world. This dream could be telling you you want or need security in your life. There's some sort of stability. And then uh, it also suggests perception of your own limits and ultimately your personal power. And I'm like, okay, two things. I was When I was considering taking a management position at a place, mm-hmm. I had this dream so much because I had self-doubt about whether I could do it. So yeah. that makes sense. Okay. And, and currently, I saw a commercial last night for, uh, uh, what's the website? Empower, empowerment something for uh, retirement savings and all that. And I, yeah, I, I'm kind Go of... Go into <laughs> panic mode of your retirement. Yes. We've talked about that on the show yes. before. Yeah. The, so sort of that decisions I've made in my life and out of control. Uh, I think that totally makes sense. It is... Disturbing, and clearly, I do yell out audibly, and I know I did last no. night. So I I'm glad you didn't wake your wife up because well, if she wakes up and then goes, "You had that dream again," and you're waking yeah. me. Yeah, usually I remember. She's like, you know, sort of shaking me. Damn, Tim. Last night she didn't, so I haven't heard from her. Like, were you, did you yell in the sleeping your night? Now, did you say last night specifically is when the hallway was messy, or you yeah. just had the messy? Okay, so that means something different than a nice, crisp, clean, everything yeah. organized hallway. I think probably just yeah. like uh, yeah, disorganization in general, representative of not being organized. Uh, mm-hmm. With my finances, we said just yesterday. Remember, I said I've got friends, colleagues who are retired because yeah. they had a plan. We and also talked about having our own course on yeah. how to properly manage what little finances you have in a smart way. Now I feel like you're having second thoughts of being the co-instructor of this class. Oh. No, I'm going to be that invisible force that's like, nope, you already said you'd yep. do it. You can't back out now. <laughs> I realize my limits on that. <laughs> I, I would not be confident teaching with you on a, a Listen, course on finance. Just because you have no qualifications when has that ever stopped anybody (laughs) the q102 morning show with tim and laura the show that inspires tiktok content well my wife is listening this morning she did message me i did hear you in the night and she said it was sad oh when you yelled out yeah no i did it twice no but you were very forceful to this invisible force yeah I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, at least I'm aware that the lack of self-confidence creeps in. And I'm like, no, I got this. Uh, Brian just said, I always dream about my teeth falling out. That's a classic, Brian. That's like mm-hmm. pro- one of the most common dreams. And that uh, I knew right away without even looking up has to do with self-confidence. 
It's a horrifying dream, though, too. Yeah. But I think it's also, we said some things can be literal, some things can be figurative. I think it's also a literal reminder to everyone, not just you, Brian, that we are not flossing nearly (laughs) enough. Good dental hygiene is nothing to joke about. Twice a day. (laughs) Floss right now if you're hearing this. The Q102 Morning Show. Well, we didn't plan a dream day here, but I, I had a bad one that I talked about earlier. So then people start sending them in. Uh, Brian talked about the teeth falling out, which is a classic. Who hasn't dreamed about their teeth falling out? And I told him, well, that suggests lack of self-confidence. Uh, he replied, that actually makes sense. He said, I haven't had that dream since I got married. So I don't know if that's suggesting that he didn't have a lot of confidence with the ladies, but now he got himself a good Aww, one. See, that's nice. He has not had the dream since. That is lovely. And then uh, Teresa out in Dawson. I don't know. Is there tone here? Okay, Dream Master. <laughs> I think there's yes. tone. Yes, there is tone. That's a challenge to you, but I think you can handle this challenge. And and I like this. I mean, probably not in the moment when in which you wake up from this dream. You're probably not liking it. But I like the, the depth of this. You want me to read it to you, Dream Master? Uh, sure. Okay. The other night, I had a dream. This is Teresa talking now. That I was being chased by Pennywise the Clown. Ooh, from It. I do recognize that. And his hellhound. And they wanted to turn my dog into one of them. I do not have a clown. Okay, so here's the fine print then. Teresa says, I do not have a clown phobia. Okay. Because that might make sense if she did, right? Well, see, there again. about things you're afraid of. That would be literal, and dreams are almost never literal. They're representative. But she does say Stephen King is her favorite author, which, of course, Stephen King, the writer of It, which had Pennywise the Clown. Okay. She said, I have not read a Stephen King book in quite some time, nor have I watched any scary movies or read any scary books lately to have these characters kind of swirling in my brain. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm pulling together, especially the the scary clown, the scary dog. I I think I'm getting somewhere with this. Let me... uh, Sort of mix those in the stew pot. Okay. And I'll provide the analysis next. Teresa, listen in. And if you've had a similar dream, you may be interested to hear. But okay, so uh, Teresa says, okay, dream master. I can give her a hard time because I know her. But I didn't know about this. Her, uh, She's being chased by Pennywise the Clown and the Hellhound. And, you know, there's nothing specific on Pennywise, but obviously scary clowns are a, th- right. a thing. There's a representation there, and then scary, snarling dogs. So the clown part, Teresa, listen up. And if you've, if you've had your own dream about this, might represent a person in your life who uh, mean you harm. Somebody you know may not be who they appear to be, or somebody pretending to be somebody they are not and hiding under that facade. That's the clown thing. Do you know somebody like that, that, you know, they appear to be one thing, but... Oh, they're so nice. Like uh-huh. a clown. Oh, mm, here's a balloon. Yeah. Let me honk your nose. Wah, wah. And then all of a sudden, bite your face uh-huh. off like Pennywise would do. And then uh, any vicious or growling dog indicates some inner conflict within yourself. It may indicate betrayal, thus untrustworthiness. Now... Again, Teresa, you have to decide if that fits. Again, full disclosure, I kind of know her, and, and I kind of think I know what, what that fits. The friend? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, oh, okay. I, I think that this could make sense. 
We'll have to see if she replies to see if I uh, nailed that She's going to say, hey, Dream Master, a little too uh, spot little too on with your analysis. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Something okay. when you know, okay. you know. Next up, uh, dreams about levitating. I don't know if you saw this, it's National Mulligan Day today, oh. you, uh, you golfers. Yes. Uh, is there still uh, some golfing out there? Seems oh, like sure. There. Yes. Nice, yes. yes. Many of the courses are in just supreme condition yeah. because of the moisture we've had recently. So And the colors. Yeah. Can you explain why there would be such a day of recognition for mulligans? <laughs> uh, uh, well, it's a popular thing that amateur golfers do when they hit a bad shot. They hit another one, and it's called a mulligan. I, I don't personally do that if it's... If I'm playing with friends and so forth, I, wow. I I don't take mulligans because I'm more serious about the game. Yeah. So that would pervert my score if <laughs> I did that. The score. Um, but but I call that brother-in-law golf because he's known to take several over the course of a round, <laughs> of which I'm like, fine yeah, we're with just that. Going to forget about that. Well, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I, and I'm fine with that. You, you know, I, I play more. I'm I, you know, so I just want him to enjoy it. That is the thing, right? Yeah. It's for the uh, the more uh, casual. Yes. Did I read correctly that? Uh, the, the mulligan must be granted to you by your fellow players. Usually the there's an agreement beforehand. Uh-huh. Uh, oftentimes, uh, you know, a, a mulligan will be loud among even serious players on the first tee shot of the day. We call that a breakfast ball. A breakfast ball. Yeah. Oh. There's yeah. so many things. Yeah. Now, for those who don't golf, yeah. uh, it is said here that you, you can take this mulligan day as an opportunity to give yourself a second chance ah, or a do-over for sure. whatever it is oh, that uh, that's right. has not worked that's out right. for you. Yeah. And you don't even have to ask permission. How about on my career? Can I dig a mulligan there? <laughs> it might be a little well. late. Too late for that. <laughs> you roll out of bed. They roll out the music and laughs. In the morning. Can't wake up without it. Wakes me up and then gets me to work. The Q102 Morning Show. Well, again, thank you for providing uh, uh, the content theme here on the Q102 Morning Show today. Because I had a stupid dream that made me yell out in the night. No, it's that invisible entity thing that tries to grab me from a hallway and... It's terrifying. So here's another one. Elizabeth, I often dream that I'm in a vehicle going straight up a very large hill, and then I start to tip backward in the car. It's awful. Uh, I do know uh, over the years, I don't don't know why, I've just taken an interest in this, and there's sites and books that I go to. Uh, The driving in a vehicle and water often have to do with the state of your life. Like the guy who kept going in circles couldn't get out of Minneapolis. Well, right, you right. feel like you're, you're getting nowhere in your life. So uh, this would suggest a challenge in your life, the effort needed, and then your, your fear that it, it's going to fail and you're going to take a step backwards Go is back. my interpretation there of uh, that. That makes sense. Yeah. You were, you were saying water, too. I don't know yeah. if you've seen this other text from, well, she'll remain nameless just because of the content of the dream. Oh. She said, I woke up to rushing water after this dream, Uh except it wasn't water. (laughs) And then in parentheses, apparently I was sleeping very hard. Little peeing uh, peeing of the pants, I think, happened for this particular texters that shall remain nameless. I don't think that needs any analysis or interpretation. No, I think he just had to pee. (laughs) But uh, just quickly again, uh, since I kind of joked about levitating, the Dua Lipa song there. I don't remember if you uh, this happened before you started on the show, 
true story. I was dreaming that I was levitating, and it was cool because I could sort of wave my arms like I'm treading water and go up mm-hmm. to the ceiling and look around, and, the, and then I could float back down, and I'm in the air. Look at this. I'm levitating. And then, bam, I hit the floor, and I woke up literally on the floor. I had fallen out of bed. <laughs> and there again, my wife was like, ah, what are you? Okay? What are you doing? I'm a pleasure no. to sleep with, let me tell you. I- <laughs> Mornings. Tim and Laura on Q102. Well, I'm afraid that uh, the dream analysis is going to have to be put on hold here shortly because uh, I'm I'm leaving in minutes. Uh, Mary Ellen coming in to finish the show for you. Before I tell you why, uh, Angie sent a text because we were talking about how you'd like to have chickens. And we were talking about carving pumpkins. Well, they've got both. They're pumpkins and they're carving in front of the chickens. There oh, I see thing. this is called like the chicken challenge, the jack-o'-lantern chicken challenge. Oh. I did not know this was a thing. She said you kind of cut out the face of a jack-o'-lantern yeah. or whatever you want so that you're loosening it. Oh. And then you put the, the you put the whole pumpkin in front of the chickens and let and them finish your carving. Yeah. Oh, OK. And so one of she said one of them, the flocks did very, very well. And the other had more of an abstract approach. Yeah. They just pecked a big hole in the front of the front of the jack-o'-lantern. But the other one looks like a legit face. Well, some chickens that. are more into art. Some would probably be little chicken accountants. Yeah. So uh, thank you for that. That's kind of cute. Uh, so the reason I'm uh, heading out here, not a big deal, but... Uh, you heard endlessly a year ago about my knee surgery and replacement. And here a year later, I'm still in therapy. They still hurt. So I'm just going into the Twin Cities. I need to hear somebody else say, they're okay. You're just taking longer than 99.99% of the population to get their knees done. Well, and that's what I thought, too, because obviously we've talked that we've both had knee surgeries. Mine was more of a a multi-thing repair. Uh But while I was in physical therapy for that, not doing well at all, these other people are just, I mean, like, bam, 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 bending, bending. And I'm like, why are they able to move their leg? And I'm not. And my therapist, even at the time, said, well, they had a replacement even a few weeks ago. And you bounced back from replacements, but you had a repair. So keep that in mind. It's two separate things. So I have that in the back of my mind as you're struggling along a year later that why are you not just bounce back? Oh, yeah. One of my therapists said, I got 74-year-olds in her, just had her knees done two weeks ago. She's out riding her bike and dancing. Well, maybe that's a little extreme, but within three months. And so I'm still yeah. struggling here a year later. And uh, So let me ask you this question. Are you hoping that they say... <sighs> There's nothing wrong. You are just the oddball out that you are just taking a while, but it'll eventually get better. Or are you hoping they're like, oh, this is why it hurts. And then we have to go back no, and, no. and then you'll be fine after that. Of course not. I don't I don't want to have to fix anything. I just want confirmation that, you know what? The hardware is fine. You've got more inflammation than most. Here's maybe something we can do. Just got to be patient for another six months. I have heard some take a year and a half. I I hope, obviously, I hope to hear, yes, I confirm you're going to be okay. 
because uh, having a redo is uh, yeah. is horror. Don't Google that, by the way. You know what? Uh, this is it's all coming together now. This is probably it? why you had the invisible force dream last well, night because of the unknown of yeah. what's behind or what's down that hallway or what's yeah. behind the door, and all of a sudden you have no control of what the answer is. But here you are faced with that appointment today. Look who's a dream analyst now. I know. I know. Yeah. So yeah, I'm off. I'm hoping I can get to a diner here in uh, less than two and a half hours, right in prime traffic time, I know, but... uh, We'll get out of here. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, I'll be back as usual tomorrow, assuming that they don't go, oh, we got to get you in right away. They wouldn't do that. If there's anything to be done, I'm sure they say, well, let's get you back in a few weeks. So uh, we're fine. Just going to... Try to get some confirmation. Uh, Have a good uh, last hour here. And I will see you again bright and early tomorrow morning at 6. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.